Hey everybody, welcome to the show. Today's show is brought to you by Infinite Off-Road. Infinite Off-Road offers Racing on the Rocks listeners 10% off the entire website with code ROCKS, R-O-C-K-S, R-O-C-K-S, yeah, that's ROCKS. ROCKS at checkout, coupon code, will give you 10% off the entire website. That is 10% off Rocklight kits with the widest and brightest patterns and a pure white dedicated emitter so you'll get actual white light not a mix of colors they have whips they have wheel rings they have light bars they have pods they have mirrors with lights in them everything you could think of with a light and they have tires wheels suspension components anything you can think of infinite off-road has got it down now the cool thing about infinite off-road excuse me is that they offer a 25 year you break it they fix it no questions asked, warranty. It even covers accidental damage. Uh, I saw a post the other day, a light bar, car had been in a wreck, light bar got thrashed. And first off, the light bar really wasn't in that bad a shape, but the guys over at Infinite Off-Road went ahead and warrantied it and just sent them out a completely new bar. Um, I personally have dealt with them for a long time. They're great. Would do business with them every single day of the week. Um, Infinite Off-Road on Facebook and InfiniteOffRoad.com. Code word rocks for 10% off. Another shout out I want to give to is my guys at All Things UTV. All Things UTV is my one-stop shop for, let me, let, me, let me put it this way. It's the only place that I know right now where you can go and you can order an RS1 diff and you can order the diff itself, the bracket, and because the diff changes you to turbo axles if you're like a 1000 like myself, um, you can get turbo axles all bundled up into one nice package right then and there. Um, their customer service is excellent. They have the best fix for your tender springs that don't work on your current side-by-side. They have the Razor Aid tender spring that is color matched and way, way of an improvement to make your ride ride the way it's supposed to, like it was supposed to be from the factory. But da, 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 all your side-by-sides, Polaris especially, they missed the mark with the tender springs and the tender springs just don't work from the factory. So um, super needed upgrade. Great upgrade if you're looking for a little bit more ride height and a little bit more comfort out of your system. I was riding with a guy last weekend that had them and I was watching his suspension articulate and it just looks like a way smoother ride. He said that the impact wasn't as hard, wasn't as hard on his back and it was overall a way better ride. Um, All things UTV, RS1 diffs, Axle Magic, which is a really cool tool you need to check out, and blowout prices on wheels and tires. Um, they have a bunch of other stuff too, gear grab, or shifters, I'm sorry, not gear grab, uh, but they have shifters, uh, they have uh, blow-off valves, everything you can think of, they've got it in stock and ready to go. Now, one thing we have got to talk about is this Rock Light giveaway. Today is the day we had a contest online on our Facebook to see who would win a free set of rock lights from Infinite Off-Road. And our winner is Cheyenne Hamblin. Cheyenne, just reach out to me, DM me on Facebook or Instagram and we'll get your address and we'll get everything shipped out to you. Um, It was a completely random draw. I put everybody's name into the uh, Google spreadsheet and we picked a random number and Cheyenne's name came up. And it looks like Cheyenne has a turbo razor buggy, which is pretty neat. Um, So Cheyenne, reach out to me and we'll get you squared away. Next on the list is who we're talking to today. And we are talking to Torque Masters. Specifically, we are talking to one of the owners at Torque Masters. Her name is Cora, and she was awesome to talk to. She is a very logical person. She is a designer and manufacturer of all the parts that come out of Torque Masters. Um, this is a one-stop shop if you're looking to kind of end the front differential issues. Say, for example, you don't want to upgrade to the RS1 diff. You know, this is it. Um, this is your fix. It, it's They make parts that eliminate all the crap in your front diff that um, just goes awry. And that's for Can-Am. Uh, that's for uh, Polaris. You know, pretty much anything you can think of, they've got a fix for it. Now, one thing, too, is Tim Cameron, you'll hear in this podcast, actually uses this and has been doing some uh, R&D for Torque Masters on uh, their products in an RS1 diff. So they're going to make the RS1 diff even better. So, without further ado, Torque Masters, and this is Cora. Enjoy the show. 
get a drink and gather around. Let's talk drivers. Let's talk rigs. Let's talk skill. You've got the best of the best in the off-road racing world. Have a seat at the table with us and let's talk about racing on the rocks. My name is Cora Jokinen. I'm the president of Torque Masters Industries. Uh, we manufacture Torque Locker, Aussie Locker, and our own uh, series of chromoly axle shafts for Jeeps. Um, our first product was the Aussie Locker. That came out in 2003. Um, back then, it was a sponsored rock crawler, competitive rock crawler. Oh, wow. And Aussie Locker was our title sponsor. Uh, we knew the owner of the company very well. He was in our local 4x4 club. And uh, in 2013, um, he was kind of looking to retire um, and mentioned that kind of haphazardly. And I was in a good place in my career in architecture that I could take break professionally. Yeah. Um, and so I called him up the next Monday after we had that short discussion and I threw out a ballpark number and he said, okay, let's talk. And then I said, oh, no, now what do I do? <laughs> <laughs> so um, oh I got hooked up with a, a really great commercial banker, and she set me up with um, attorneys. We did a valuation with an accountant and all sorts of stuff. It took us about a year of negotiations, um, and I purchased the company formally in 2014. Wow. Um, and since then, I've released a bunch of new products, yeah. uh, a few of which I've designed myself, and we've doubled sales wow. from when I purchased it. So really cool. I mean, we are super passionate, like um, off-roading and welding and fabrication and design stuff has always been my passion. And that's how I met my husband uh, 10 years ago in our local 4x4 club. Um, and so this is stuff we were always doing on the side on nights and weekends and now it's our day job and it doesn't quite honestly it doesn't feel like work man that is that's a really cool place to be because uh i would say 99.9 .9 percent of the population um wishes they felt that way about their job so yeah um, that's awesome but uh i really want to talk about just kind of like you said you were a rock crawler for a while like you got into the like competitive rock crawling scene uh-huh uh so yeah. what what was your rig you were running so um, I had a CJ7 cool. that was a little bit stretched. It had an AMC 360, um, a Dana 300 from a Scout, so it's got the Texas bolt pattern. And, yeah. um, and then the T18 from a Scout, so it had a really good crawl, granny yeah. low gear. Uh, I had a narrowed Dana 44 from a Scout in the front and a custom Dana 60 in the rear. So it was a pretty beefy little jeep yeah you were ready um, yeah yeah so um i built that in 05 that's awesome so let me ask you this where did you like grow up around the off-road scene or is this something that you've just learned like over the years being your passion how did it all like kind of pan out for you so i'm an only child there we um, go yeah my dad's in construction and my mom's in design and real estate okay. and they just told me i could do whatever i wanted to do yeah no and kidding as a kid, um, I started playing ice hockey when I was five um, and brought that all the way to Division Three college. Wow. Um, and that, you know, being a woman in a, a guy's sport, <laughs> yeah. you know, never was a big deal to me. Yeah. And so I just do what I love to do. And um, in high school, I was really into mountain biking. And then I got my first car, which was a 1980 diesel Mercedes wagon. Nice. Uh, <laughs> Those are classic. Yeah, so we yeah. would like take that out in the woods where we would go mountain biking and stuff, and I'm like, I need something better. Yeah. <laughs> so then my first 4x4 was a Nissan Xterra. An Xterra. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. And that was that was kind of, it's an off-brand, yeah. and so there's not a lot of aftermarket support. Uh -huh. So when I was in college, my dad's secretary's husband built Jeeps, Yeah. and I saved up a bunch of money. And I spent an entire Thanksgiving break my freshman year of college working in his shop. And he taught me how to weld. He was like, I'll give you a discount if you work. And we're going to do a lift kit. We're going to do a bumper, custom sliders, and skid plates. And so I could draft. So yeah. I designed all the skid plates, and I measured everything. And 
um, that's that's kind of where it all got started. And that's... then I took professional welding classes. So where did you take professional welding classes at? Like through like a uh, like we have a, a technology center in my town, and I've uh-huh. thought about it. Um, is that something that you recommend for people who either don't have support or somebody to teach them or, you know, a lot of people have just kind of learned by doing it or learned by this, someone watching somebody, would you say that like taking a professional class like that really helped you out? It definitely helped, but it all depends on your style of learning and what you want to do. Yeah. So, um, Jeep Builder dude taught me how to plasma cut and weld a little bit, Mm -hmm. but he didn't really explain it as technically as I want to, as I wanted to learn. Yeah. And you know how women like tend to read directions, that type of thing. Sure. (laughs) So, um, I wanted to get more technical (laughs) about it. Yeah. Um, but if you're just, you know, welding here and there, it's, it's so easy now with the newer machines with auto set for, uh, power and thickness and, uh, wire speed that you don't really need to know all the technical background. Yeah. But yeah, definitely. It's really cool. So we have a place here called Mahaney welding supply Mm -hmm. and they started, a welding school and this I took classes with them I think almost 15 years ago and now they've built a whole arc and flame center is what they call it so they do sounds, um, sounds glass exciting <laughs> they do uh, blacksmithing uh, fused glass and borosilicate glass yeah and uh, they teach a variety of welding classes from professional certifications to a date night intro so it's cool. That is that is really cool. I, I it, wish that more things like that existed for the kind of every man, you know? Yeah. Well, people actually fly into Rochester just to go to this school. Okay. So speaking of Rochester, so uh, tell everyone where you're based out of because we were talking a little bit earlier and we had that, that short discussion um, and, and I wasn't recording yet. So uh, where are you based out of and, uh, you know, what is, what's wheeling like in New York? So um, I came up to... Rochester, New York, uh, for undergrad school, and stayed. <laughs> uh, the cost of living is really cheap up here. Okay. And so even as a college kid, um, I got into real estate. I bought a house, and my roommates paid for the mortgage plus more. That's awesome. And so it was just it was a no-brainer. Um, there's not much wheeling here locally, but we do have a pretty solid club called Finger Lakes 4x4. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been around since 1983, so it's uh, one of the oldest clubs in Western New York, yeah. and the whole crew of them. I mean, man, I've known these guys since 2005, and uh, there's Ultra Four racers, there's Bro Light racers, um, a lot of really handy people, and it's like our core group of friends. Mm-hmm. So, even though there's no wheeling here, a lot of us travel a lot. Yeah. Um, so we would go down to Roush Creek. That's kind of like our closest off-road park. How far is that from you? It's about four hours. Woo! That's a while. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, at one point we were going there like almost every weekend. I haven't told, I can't, I can't even remember the last time I drove four hours to go ride. I don't think I've ever oh, gone gosh. that far. Yeah, we'll, we'll drive four days to go to California to race King of the Hammers. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm, first off, I'm jealous you have the time. That's the most important thing. Yeah. And then second, uh, yeah, just that's an investment. And, you know, that's something I'm, I'm learning more about as I kind of get to talking to more people is uh, people that love this, man, they will go as they far as they anything. need to. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And exactly. the whole towing and camping, like we've been through every iteration. Yeah. From tent camping to enclosed trailer to motorhome and um, so right now we have a motorhome and a 32 foot trailer that we bring around with us, Man, but back to Rochester. Yeah. yeah so yeah. Rochester was a company town. It was known for Kodak for Xerox mm-hmm. and Bausch and Long. Um, all three of those companies have had issues and, uh, <laughs> they've all shrunk, but yeah. their infrastructure is still here in town. And so is the educated workforce. So we're in the Rust Belt. We are a manufacturing hub here. And for instance, we have three different heat treaters in town. Wow. And so that keeps costs competitive. Yeah. Uh, with the low cost of housing, the wages are affordable. And so it just makes a lot of sense to do manufacturing um, up in the Rust Belt. So that also includes like Detroit, um, some cities in Ohio, Erie, Pennsylvania, stuff like that. 
Yeah, and so look, we can go ahead and just kind of jump right into the meat of everything. Um, the fact that you're in that manufacturing area and that you've taken over, um, what was the original name of the company again? It was Torque Masters Technology. Okay, Torque Masters so Technology. When I purchased it, you can't just like shut off a, a corporation name right. and switch it. Yeah. So we we did Torque Masters Industries. Okay, cool. And and that's what yeah. I, I had I had thought that that name had been around for a while, and I was just making yeah. sure. Um, yeah. But it's it's so funny that you say that because um, coming from the Jeep world myself, when I was sixteen, my parents got me a Jeep, and I had always oh, cool. heard uh, of the Aussie Locker and and that whole that that system, and it's really neat to kind of like connect all the dots. Yeah. Um, so it's it's pretty cool to I, I actually ran into you guys. Um, I think I found you guys on Instagram and just so happened to see you guys at an Ultra 4 race and uh, I started doing my, my, my research on you guys and found out that the products you guys make for um, what I run now is side-by-sides, uh, primarily razors. Um, you guys make some, some pretty stellar products and that's what I want to talk about is just what you have taken or what you have done is you've taken uh, the side-by-side -side market um, which has awesome tools, and you have eliminated, in my opinion, the one of, if not the weakest points, one of the weakest points in the side by side just model the front differential, right. like the differential, the internals, and you guys have completely just like fixed it, all said yeah. and done, right then and there. So, and so yeah, go yeah, ahead. The Aussie Locker um, was around for many years, and everybody trusted it. Um, but Bill, the founder of the company, he was, he was in a good spot, you know, and he was mm -hmm. comfortable where he was at and he didn't really travel much and get out to other events. So that's where my husband and I were traveling, we're educating people, we're meeting people, mm -hmm. uh, we're doing vendor shows and events and sponsoring events to really get our name out there more. Um, and that's when we hear about, oh, I have this vehicle and it has this issue. Mm -hmm. And so um, I started doing some research into the Can-Ams, and uh, back in 2017 is when we came out with the Can-Am front locker. Mm -hmm. And there were 400,000 UTVs sold in 2017. That's nuts. And there were only 200,000 Jeep Wranglers. So in the Jeep market, I have about 30 other competitive products mm -hmm. that are lockers or limited slips and all that stuff. In the Can-Am world, we only had one other competitor, and they were priced three times what we were priced at. Yes, they are. <laughs> and, <laughs> and our product is well-known. The style of locking differential, some people call it a lunchbox locker because mm -hmm. you can install it during your lunch break. Um, a lot of people are already familiar with that technology, and the design of the Torque Locker is different than the Aussie. It's a... It doesn't use those four little dowel pins to align the two cam gears. Mm -hmm. It has machined in keyways. And because of that, we could shrink it to fit inside a Can-Am. Yeah. Um, an Aussie would not fit in a Can-Am or any of the other brands out there that have a Lunchbox-style locker. Mm -hmm. So that was our big jump mm -hmm. um, into the UTV world. But then Polaris owners and rock bouncers started coming to me and saying, like, I get like one hill out of a front diff. Maybe. You need to help us. Yeah. So I, and, I'll tell you just from experience, I was on like a, I was in a 900 XP a while ago, flat trail, just got up, hung up on a rock and really got uh -huh. into it with oversized tires, thrashed everything in the front <laughs> diff. And it, it, I mean, honestly, from the manufacturer, they have to know how weak of a link it is and... You know, I know that the RS1 diff is out there, but even still, I was out riding this weekend, this very weekend, someone had done an RS1 diff swap, and it was just ratcheting like crazy, and it just couldn't seem to connect, and it was it was a mess. So, you know, the the, the Yeah, front... we've already identified some issues with the RS1, and I can get into that later. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, the, the guy who really got us into the Polaris market was Justin Fraser of Razor Sharp Customs. Yeah. And we met him at the Unlimited Off-Road Expo in Tennessee, and he came up to us with a welded hub, uh, two welded hubs from the internals of a Polaris diff, and he's like, can you make this? I said, heck yeah, we can make that. Yeah. And so that's basically, that was the design of the mini spool. Um, and we used 
terminology that's used in the the truck and buggy world. Mm -hmm. So mini spool and full spool, because people are familiar with that. Um, so the mini spool, um, we make it out of one chunk of 9310 alloy, which is a harder and more durable material than what, uh, Polaris is using. Mm -hmm. And then we broach it all the way through. So if you break an axle shaft inside the diff, you can punch it out the other side. That's awesome. And you can't do that with welded hubs. You just won't be able to get them lined up properly. Yeah, that's true. So just for our listeners who aren't as technical, um, can you explain, um, you know, obviously the front differential is on a side-by-side. It's the center uh-huh. piece in the front. Um, but can you kind of give a brief, like, high-level uh, description of, like, the internals that are in sure. a stock differential? So uh, Pol- Polaris is 41% of the market right now. So they have the majority of the machines out there. Mm-hmm. And the Polaris front differential is designed by Hilliard, and they're actually in western New York. Uh, they're about, like, two hours from us. That's really cool. Yeah, and so their differential is not like an automotive differential. It doesn't have spider gears. Mm-hmm. Our our torque locker, Nossi locker, those we replaced the spider gears in a, a open differential, and so that's why it was so easy to go into a Can Am. But mm-hmm. when you open up a Polaris differential, it is a Sprague style differential, and it basically has a cage with roller bearings and two hubs that go inside of it. And the axle shafts slide into the hubs. And then uh, it's a locking differential wherein you can hit a button, uh, a little electromagnet goes, and the armature plate twists, and it it grabs those two hubs. And uh, then you have drive to both front axles. So essentially, Um, when you put it in four-wheel drive, that plate... You only have drive to one front axle. Oh, Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. And then if you turn the front locker on, yeah. then you have drive to both front axles. But gotcha. those both front axles will spin at the same speed. Okay, gotcha. And that makes steering a little bit more difficult. And that's and that's with a uh, tor- that's with a spool, correct? That's with a stock differential. Okay, the stock differential. When you turn it on. Okay, But yes. it's also the same as a spool. Okay. So the mini spool will tie in the two front axle shafts in four-wheel drive. And they'll both spin at the same speed. So turning is a little bit more difficult. Mm-hmm. But the mini spool uh, solves some issues. So the two hubs in there in the stock differential can wobble around. And that's when you hear the ratcheting noise. And that can also cause catastrophic failures. <laughs> yes, it can. <laughs> <laughs> so the mini spool will evenly load that sprag. And so that makes things a little bit happier in there. Yeah. Um, our full spool is the extreme version. So um, in the, the stock differential, there's a big ring gear of mm-hmm. the Polaris. And it has a profile on the inside where the sprag can go in or out. And that profile is basically like the inside of a 12-point socket. Mm. So what we did was we made the positive to fit inside that 12-point socket. That's and awesome. so that drives the ring gear. That's the full spool. Wow. Yeah. So that eliminates the sprag. It also eliminates the need for the armature plate, which is also a failure point. Yes, it is. It eliminates the electronics, which can also fail. But it also eliminates two-wheel drive. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's more extreme. Um, we do have a lot of rock or customers that are running the full spool. And with their bouncer chassis, a lot of which were built by Justin Frazier, um, they can swap out a front diff in like 30 minutes. Yeah. So for trail riding and recreation, they'll put in a front diff with a mini spool. And then for competition, they only have one diff with a full spool because they, they only need one diff. Yeah. Yeah. So do you guys, I mean... The, the big, you know, people listening are like, okay, well, like, what's the drawback? Why would you not? And I just want to reiterate, too, like, um, it's it's turning your car, turning the front end of your car basically into a indestructible unit, but yes. at, at the cost of steering to a certain degree. Right. And uh, a lot of the bouncers also have steering quickeners, mm-hmm. and that helps. Um, 
And just like with the Can-Ams, the power steering units in UTVs, in our opinion, are underpowered. I fully agree with you. But we're used to buggies with full hydro steering where you can turn a 42-inch tire with a finger. Right. So right. we're a little spoiled. Yeah, but um, even still, I'll tell you, like, you know, going from uh, the stock tires to any, really any size bigger, the feedback and everything is just, in my opinion, that's a huge place where Polaris has room to grow uh, is in their in their power steering for sure. Right. Um, but I know uh, a guy that I ride with locally he just uses, it's kind of funny, he just uses a bigger steering wheel, and it takes, he kind of corrects that issue by using uh-huh. manual, oh. like, load on there, too. Uh-huh. Uh, kind of funny, but it is a fix for it. But yeah. I'll tell you this, um, the guys that are out there that, that need this and, and, and I don't want to say this, are, are doing the best they can, those welded hubs, you know, you got to get into a differential, you got to bust all the parts out, you got to weld the hubs together. You got to be concerned with what type of metal you're using to weld the hubs in there because you don't really want to add any extra weight inside the uh, differential itself. Uh, and even then, you know, you you pray that the hubs work, and then you have the issue of not being able to punch out the axle um, mm-hmm. that the shaft and, and they get stuck in the differential. Uh, it's it's just a pain when you can have a single drop-in solution that kind of seems to fix everything. Right, and the mini spool is actually less expensive than replacing OEM parts. There it is. <laughs> uh, another thing to consider, too, is that the stock hubs live in oil, mm-hmm. and welding them will release that oil and, and contaminate the weld. That's true. I didn't even think about that as well. Yeah. Man, yeah. It just so it just sounds like you're riding on borrowed time. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. we know how hard people push UTVs. Yeah. Um, it's not like you bought a Jeep Wrangler and you're going to drive it to work and drive it on the trails. You're going to take it easy so you can drive home and get to work on Monday. Mm-hmm. These are all trailered or put in the back of a pickup, and so you could send it, and you could still go to work on Monday. Yeah, you can send it to the moon. <laughs> <laughs> I got I got a lot of friends with that mentality, and uh, yeah. that's see to me that's just you know, when we talked, and I actually got to meet you at the uh, the off road uh, unlimited off road expo, and I got to I got to have uh, one of the mini spools in my hands. It just makes sense to build something like that and the investment in either a if you do the full spool you know you relieve the 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 failure points of all those weak internals which i've rebuilt a diff once and it was the biggest it was the biggest pain in the ass to deal with Mm -hmm. that i don't ever want to have to do it again now personally um i don't find myself uh running into too many situations where i feel like i'm i I mean phrase it this way I never stand in my gas. <laughs> yeah. I uh I don't I don't I don't ever find myself in those situations, but I was amazed to find out as I started this podcast that um I would say like 60, 70% of people who have razors, they really abuse these things. Like uh-huh. seriously abuse them. And uh I get it. I mean, at the end of the day, it's a, you know, it's a toy kind of. Um so it's if you're going to get in there and you want to be able to reliably use your machine the way you want to do it. This just sounds like something that you should do from the get-go. Well, think about it this way. the All of the UTVs, all of their components, are built by the lowest bidder. Mm-hmm. And they're engineered to be cost-effective and still work. That's true. Um, but that's not how we like to build things. So we like to build them the keep-it-simple attitude where you put enough beef into it that it's not too heavy, mm-hmm. it's not overkill, but it'll survive what you're doing to it. Yeah. And that's what we do with buggies, and that's what we do in rock crawling. Um, so we've just taken that technology and brought it to the UTV world. And we don't – I haven't seen a lot of crossover mm-hmm. with middle to large size companies in the off-road world stepping into the UTV world. Mm-hmm. So I still feel like there's a lot of mom and pop operations, yeah, um, which is great. You know, we we do absolutely support that, um, but we're taking our professionalism and our our manufacturing capabilities to be able to say, yeah, we're in stock and we ship same day. Man, yeah, um, that's huge right there. That's absolutely yeah. huge because I had I had some buddies of mine who were from West Tennessee and they were in Moab and. 
I think one of them blew an RS1 diff and was trying to find if they could get one uh, sent to them overnight and knowing that I could get in touch with you in the morning and try and get it and it would more than likely be shipped out that day. That's huge. Uh, yeah. Because customer service along with good parts goes very far. Very, and very warranties. Far. And warranties. So, so what do you have for warranty? Uh, we have a four-year warranty on the Torque Locker for Damn. Pan Ams. And we also make one for the Honda Pioneer 500. Okay. Uh, no tire size or horsepower limit. Wow. And the alloy that we use is multiples harder than any axle shaft out there. So you're going to break something else before you even damage our locker. Uh, for instance, we had a rock bouncer running RCVs in a Can-Am, um, and he twisted the RCV inside the differential. Um, oh the God. axle gear of the torque locker was stuck on there. Yeah. So he had to use a 50-ton press to push the RCV axle out of our axle gear, and we re-splined the, ax the axle with our gear. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. That is a yeah. ton of power. Yeah. That is absolutely crazy. So 50. that's So, it, it, you know, to me, I always say... You know, you you got to build your weak link into the into the package somewhere. And if I was somebody who had you know a 200 horsepower in my bouncer and or 200 horsepower in my razor, and I was going to want a weak link to break, I'm going to definitely want it to be an axle, not a differential. <laughs> right. <laughs> you right. Can't, can't, it's pretty rare you're going to be able to fix the diff on the side of the trail. <laughs> Correct. Especially if you crack the housing. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Then you're just it's no good all the way we around. We do see a lot of that too. Yeah. And um, that's that's the crazy thing too. So well, one more thing I want to talk about was, um, you know, in the razor specifically, I kind of want to hit model or I guess brand by brand. In the uh -huh. razor specifically, you guys offer the spool for the 1000 and the turbo diff, but. Yes. The internals, um, that spool changes the axles that need to be used with the differential, correct? Um, so if you have a 1000 that's 2016 or newer, you can make that 1000 differential into a turbo differential. And the difference is a 22 spline versus a 28 spline axle shaft. Okay. So Polaris likes to change things around every couple of years. Just to make so if you point. have a, a 14 <laughs> to 15 1000, we have a specific mini spool and full spool for the 1000, the 22 spine. Okay. If you have a 16 and newer 1000, you have to upgrade to the turbo full spool or mini spool and axle shafts. Okay. And that's but not that's, a bad buy all the way around. That, no, I mean, going from 22 spline to 28 is a huge improvement. Absolutely. And Absolutely. it's cheaper than buying a turbo car. Yeah, yeah, it sure is. <laughs> <laughs> so do you guys offer anything for uh, any of the vehicles below the 1,000? We do not. Okay. Um, and even with the 1,000s, we don't sell a lot of full spools. We do sell mini spools, mm -hmm. a lot of those. Um, because that's a little more recreational based, right. but the the full spool is is a pretty extreme modification. Um, and we do have a full spool coming out for the RS1. So we have prototypes wow. in a few vehicles right now, and that's just waiting in line for production. That's really neat. I uh, I'm I'm excited to see that because um, you know those who haven't chosen this option probably have jumped to the RS1 diff just in right. hopes of you know something better. So, so we've hear... identified other issues with the RS1. Um, guys are now breaking the ring gears. That's crazy. And so we're, um, we have a couple that we've modified and have out with bouncers as well. Um, so we've modified the ring gear, um, reduced stress risers, and then we rem finish it. So that, again, also reduces stress risers. And a rem finish is really popular, for those that don't know, really popular in the NASCAR world. Mm -hmm. um, and that's who is actually doing um, this for us. Uh, it's a, a NASCAR shop that just does transmissions and ring and pinions for NASCAR. What, is, what exactly is it? Is it a rim finish? Rem, R-E-M. -E yeah. So it's basically, it's a proprietary... Um, wet bath with a friction modifier in there and their own type of sand. So it's like a wet sandblast. 
Oh, cool. And it goes into this tub for eight hours and comes out polished like a mirror. That's really cool. And so that just takes off all the micro burrs, mm-hmm. all the, the stress risers. And uh, so when I was telling Timmy Cameron about this, because he's going to be running our RS1 full spool, I was like, Timmy, you know about rem finishing, right? He goes, oh, yeah. All my all my parts are run finished in that's the bouncer. Crazy. Yeah, I I can't imagine the uh, amount of money that's in that bouncer. <laughs> Just <laughs> yeah. when I hear small details like that, I'm like, yeah, I I believe it. That's yeah, good. and it makes a difference it when makes... you're when you're at the top of the world at your top of your your competition. Then you need to take all those little steps. Yeah, you're exactly right, and uh, I don't know. I, I doubt we'll see a broken uh, any any. I mean, when's the last time Timmy broke something in a race? I don't, I mean, he broke a trailing arm like two years ago. <laughs> like, yeah. that's the last time I've ever seen him break anything. Yeah, but he's been running the, the full spool turbo for a while. Okay. Um, and now he's swapped to the RS1, and we're, we're going to have parts for him soon. So That's really exciting. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so I want to uh, actually branch over to the K&M as well. You mentioned yep. that you guys sell um, the Torque Locker. Are, is that a full replacement for the front differential? No, so it just takes out the spider gears of okay. the front differential, and when you're in there, you also disable or remove the visco lock. Okay. Yeah. And um, so it's a it's a four hundred dollar product, and it takes uh, maybe three hours to okay. install. And two wheel drive, it it's just like stock four wheel drive. Both front tires always turn, Damn. but the torque locker allows for wheel speed differentiation whereas the spools don't, mm-hmm. and it it does that through ratcheting. Okay. Will, um, will you explain so, that difference for them? Yeah, so um, the torque locker just replaces the stock spider gears, which most people are familiar with if they've ever seen the inside of a, a truck or Jeep differential, um, and so our parts live inside the differential case. Um, and what it does is in two-wheel drive uh, for a front locker application, It'll just free spin as needed, mm-hmm. and then when you shift into four-wheel drive, you will always have drive to the two front tires. But for turning purposes, the locker will actually ratchet and allow the outside wheel to spin faster than the inside wheel, um, and that helps you turn. Yeah, that's that's how and, you get that turn radius back. Yeah, yeah, and usually you can't hear it because the the UTVs are pretty loud. They, they are. That's that's one thing I noticed when I got into them. I was like, "Good God, I already broke it." And then next, I took it to somebody. He's like, "Because I I got my turbo and everything in the back and the front was clanking and clattering." And I was like, "Well, I broke it on day one." He's like, "Nope, it's just how it sounds. Good luck." And I was like, "This guy is just trying to get me out of here." Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um. But that is a great solution because I mean, between you and I and everybody else listening. Uh, the front diff is the reason I didn't buy a Can Am. Uh, I bought yeah. a I bought a new razor last year, and um, I'm actually about to get rid of my razor. Uh, I got a guy coming tomorrow to come get it. Uh, yeah. But I hearing that there's a solution for that, I'm I will greatly consider uh, getting a Can Am because I uh, you know like trying new things and yeah. The guy they, they don't blow belts as commonly as the Polaris. Right. Uh, the fit and finish is a bit nicer. Absolutely. Um, and I've literally had people call us and be like, okay, I'm going to buy a machine tomorrow. It's either Polaris or Can-Am. Tell me you can fix the Can-Am, and I'm going to buy the Can-Am. I said, yep, $400. It's fixed. Man. He goes, okay, sold. <laughs> Man, that is, uh, that's, that's, that's a very swaying argument right there. Because, again, that's the only thing that really kept me, that and the vision. But I think I can get over seeing. I hardly look when I drive my Razor. <laughs> but well, we have some exciting new products that are going to launch this summer. Yeah, tell me about um, that. That you know your your audience may be interested in. Uh, we're coming out with two models of the R one sixty differential, which is in Subarus. Oh, cool! Yeah, and we never really knew that there was such a huge Subaru off-road and overlanding community yeah that is um, such a it, like a niche a niche market that is it huge. really is but also for rally racing yep if you have all four tires pulling instead of one front and one rear then 
that's better. Yeah, that's, yes, <laughs> you know? absolutely, yeah. So that's just about to launch. That's going to be big. And then we have Kubota tractors coming out as well. Really? Tell me about that. Yeah. So this is another funny story. A guy from Switzerland hits me up and is like, hey, can you design a, a torque locker for my Kubota tractor? And I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, no, I'm, I'm serious. I'm like, okay, well, if, if you do you want us to design one, we're going to need your differential and an axle shaft, and we're going to need some money yeah. to set up for it. <laughs> yeah, the most important so, part there. <laughs> so he sent us $3,000. Wow. And we designed him a locker, and we gave him exclusivity for one year to be the sole distributor. That is awesome. And he's he lives on a chalet in the Swiss mountains, and uh, his day job is he's a helicopter pilot. Casual. And so he's recorded all these before and after videos, doing these switchbacks through the mountains and loading logs onto trailers and everything. Yeah. And he's really put a ton of effort into it, and it's it could be a whole new market for us. Yeah. That's so amazing. now we're doing our patent work in Japan and the U.S. and all sorts of stuff. So that is so cool. That is that is just like I, I really like seeing companies that not only are prominent in the off-road world but also like reach their hands out into other areas. Because you know I would again one of these weird surprising things. Uh, I'm a I was a software engineer for an agriculture company for a long time, oh, and cool. until you get into the world of agriculture you don't realize how many people are in it. And yeah. maybe because I'm in Middle Tennessee, it's a little bit more prevalent, but man, everybody either is a farmer or knows a farmer or their brother's cousin's a farmer. It's it's right. crazy. Agriculture's everywhere. And uh, that's a huge market full of people who buy machines and they'll they'll pay everything up front and they want yep. something that'll never break. So that's, And that's a great they place. may have a, a Can-Am or Polaris that they take out on the weekends yep. or that they go hunting with, you know. So there's a lot of crossover yeah. that I don't feel that other companies are looking at. Yeah. So we're taking our technology and applying it to different markets. Mm -hmm. And so far, that's been very successful for us. Yeah. And I just – I don't see a lot of companies in the off-road world that are – hustling like that yeah you know yeah absolutely so like, i have big business loans because i purchased this profitable good company mm -hmm. and so i need to hustle yeah. i need to innovate and i need to bring out new products and i need to design new products but i don't need to reinvent the wheel every time yeah so that's why we're just scaling our technology to different platforms and then we have to figure out what else the locker affects yeah so when we came out with the can-am we were leaving the Visco in, and that didn't cause any problems for our prototype vehicles. Mm -hmm. But then about 50% of our customers started calling and saying, hey, my steering's locking up. Or, hey, this is making really loud popping noises. And so we started troubleshooting with them, and then we're like, oh, my gosh, we have to pull out the Viscos. Hmm. And so, you know, we want to take care of all that stuff during the prototype phase. Yeah. But if if there is an issue after products went out, mm -hmm. we took care of everybody. That's anybody awesome. that had an issue. Yeah. You ask about our warranties or our customer service. You know, we will absolutely take care of you. We're enthusiasts too. Yeah, yeah. And so, what I always say is like, just like on the trail, we don't leave anybody behind. Yes, that is that is a fantastic mentality to have. Um, one thing I did want to ask too is we, we mentioned the mini spool, the full spool, mm -hmm. and a few of the other markets that you're trying to reach into. Um, yep. Is there any other products that you think that uh, our listeners would be interested in hearing about other than that? Um, we really try and stay specific to differentials. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of other things that we can fix. And we have the manufacturing capability to make armature plates or mm -hmm. sprags or, or what have you. But there's already enough people making those. Sure. I, and they're American companies and they're mom and pops. Yeah. So I don't want to step on any toes. Sure. Yeah. So we do what we do. And then 
they do what they do. And there's, there's enough of the pie out there for everybody to go around. Yeah. And we're not the type of company to knock off products, yeah. which we do see in the market. Mm-hmm. And we're also not the type of company to make our products offshore cheaper so that we make more money, but it's not as good of a quality part. Yeah, yeah, and I'll tell you, so, um, anyone listening, if you go to any event where Torque Masters is going to be, um, they should have on their one of their display units out there. Just yeah. go pick it up. Just go put your hands on it, and it is it's it's one of those things that um, it just makes sense when you pick it up and you get to see how the actual mechanics of it work. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it it feels it feels indestructible in your hands. And, uh, you know, just, it's one of those things like you, you could probably throw it next to a bomb and it would just blow away and then pick it back up and throw it right back in your diff and it'd be fine. Yeah. Yeah. We've actually recently, we've had, um, two torque locker customers or torque and an Aussie in the Jeep world where they had one had a house fire and the other one was his house was destroyed in the campfire in Colorado. Yeah. And they both reached out to me like, hey, can I reuse this? And so we tested it, and it did lose some of the heat treat Mm -hmm. process. Um, So it wasn't as hard as our specification. Um, And then also the the intense fires are going to – we just can't say, yes, you can reuse it. Right. So we warrantied their lockers for free. Oh, man. That's amazing. See, now that that statement right there just, you know, not only do you guys have a time frame, but just where someone can call you and say, hey, is this covered? And, you know, eh, maybe, but you guys choose to take care of them. Like, that's that speaks volumes. Well, we know how devastating a fire can be. Right. Um, one of our uh, contractors that does all of our vinyl and uh, installation manuals and all of that printing, uh, they're their office burned down. Mm. And so I kept hearing the trials and tribulations of, you know, they had to go through everything. They had to provide receipts for everything and they still weren't made whole by the insurance companies. So we know how devastating that can be. And I have a sponsorship budget Mm -hmm. that we can work through during the year. And I basically told these two folks, I'm like, look, consider yourself sponsored. (laughs) You know, we're, we're just going to cover this one. And, and, you know, if you can help somebody out in the future with something that you do, like, that's just paying it forward. Yeah, absolutely. And that kind of stuff comes back every single time, for sure. <laughs> but that's pretty much all the questions I had for you in, in terms of uh, the company and, and the product. Um, I, if, if I ever get myself to the point, first off, let me say this. I blew a diff in my buggy, my Razor, my Rock Bouncer, uh-huh. when I had one. I wish I had known more. I wish I had done that now because I would have the solution to fix it. Um, But, you know, in the future, uh, this is a great resource. If you're listening to this, check them out. Um, Where can people find you guys online? So our our website is torquemasters.com, and we spell that T-O-R-Q masters.com. We're also on Facebook, Torque Masters Industries, and then on Instagram, we are at Torque Masters. Yeah. And you guys are pretty, uh, you mentioned it earlier, you guys are pretty active in terms of uh, showing up to events and things like that. Where are you guys, do you guys have any more scheduled for the rest of the year? Well, we do have a lot on the schedule, um, but we did just put it offer in on a house yesterday. Very nice. And so that that may readjust some of our summer plans. Yeah. No. <laughs> but um, we are trying to make it to race to riches oh awesome and, yeah and we're we've been a sponsor for that for the last two years and um we just we love joey we love his events um he treats the vendors very well he treats the racers extremely well he does and it's a it's a great show yeah and so we we wanted to make more of the pro utv events this year but we're spread a little thin yeah uh, trying to do now subaru jeep and utv events um so we're we're hustling yeah absolutely it sounds like it and again congratulations on the house i know i know the struggle i actually closed on my house uh 
the 14th of this month, so I am right yeah. there with you. It is... Well, we're not there yet, Oh, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, I've been where you're at, and it only, you know, it's it's a long process that that's super demanding, so... Yeah. Um, best of luck hopefully in Hopefully it'll be our ultimate, you know, big shop that we've always dreamed of. Yeah. Um, so we're crossing our fingers. We'll hear tonight, <laughs> and I could tell you more about our schedule <laughs> afterwards. Okay. Well, what I'll do is, uh, if you'll if uh, you'll hang around after this, um, we'll kind of sign off. And uh, Cora, thank you for coming to chit chat with me. Um, it's been good. And I want to say too, if you're listening to this, if you're into treating your machine unlike anything else, if you ride it, <laughs> if you ride it to leave it on the trail, uh, or even if you're just Someone who's recreationally looking to fix the solutions in their differential and make it a uh, you know less of a failure point, if a failure you know not a failure point at all. Um, Torque Masters, check them out online. She gave you the Facebook, the Instagram, and the website. Uh, it would mean the world to me, and uh, I promise you won't have any more issues out of your differential. Yeah, and feel free to reach out to me if you have any questions. If you want to know if this is going to be right for you. Or if it's going to fit your machine, I'm always here for that. Can they uh, can they reach you via like Facebook uh, and Instagram? Like, just message you on there, or do you have a preferred method? Uh, preferred method is to contact us on our website okay. or info at torquemasters.com. Uh, we do have a social media manager that handles the messages that comes in through Facebook and mm-hmm. Instagram, mm-hmm. but that's that's not heading to our tech support. Gotcha. So they would just forward you on to tech support. Gotcha. So check out the website for any questions and um, just go check it out just to see if you're interested and uh, go look at the parts because, again, they're super well designed and uh, really, really, really quality stuff. They have the Racing on the Rock seal of approval for sure. But, um, Cora, thanks for spending some time with me and uh, I appreciate you uh, being on the phone with me today. Awesome. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah. Have a good one. You too. Hey everybody, thanks for listening to the show. I want to give another shout out to my friends at infiniteoffroad.com. You can get 10% off your entire order using the code word ROCKS. And I also want to give one more shout out and really big highlight to my friends at All Things UTV. Uh, check out their Tender Spring Razor Aid Tender Spring packages. Get a little bit more ride height. Get some suspension back from your lousy factory springs that are just crushed and making your back hurt. This is the answer, it is the only answer, and it is the best answer. So check them out today at allthingsutv.com, and most importantly, thanks for listening.